Hey guys, welcome back to the Howl Fit Perspective. I hope you guys are all having just a wonderful day and I hope everything is going well. I want to start off by just saying thank you. I appreciate you guys coming and listening to me. There's plenty of podcasts out there that you could go and listen to. So it's pretty cool that you come back and you listen to me and what I have to say. And I hope you're getting something out of this. I hope I'm providing value. Um, it's pretty weird that I, I think we're on episode six or seven and, you know, we're not like super deep into this whole podcast thing, but I feel like I'm finally into it. I'm consistently, you know, putting out episodes every week and it's just weird thinking about that because if you would have told me that a few years ago that I have a podcast and I'd be posting different episodes every week, I wouldn't believe you because I'm, I'm not an open person that way. I don't like speaking in front of others. You know, public speaking is one of my biggest fears. And so it's odd that I would have a podcast and I would go out of my way to kind of just speak in front of others and give my two cents on things. And so anyways, I just want to say thank you for for giving me the support and making me feel good about what I'm doing. And I, I hope you guys are getting everything that you can out of this. So For today's episode, we will be talking about the biggest fat loss don'ts. So you guys probably know that I am in the middle of a mini cut, which is pretty much just a short like 8 to 12 week fat loss phase where I'm focused on losing fat. And so for the next 8 to 12 weeks, that's what that's my main main focus. And I've kind of been reminded of these don'ts as they've come up in the journey. I'm almost four weeks into it and I've, pr- I've pretty much struggled with every single one of these and I genuinely think that if you guys actually take this information to heart and you try and learn from it and you know avoid these, I 100% think it's going to be a game changer and that's not me just like BSing you like you know, try this and you'll get amazing results. I I honestly believe that these can be some of the biggest game changers in your fat loss journey. So let's just jump straight into it. Number one is don't compare your progress to other people's progress. And I know this is something you always hear. It's super easy to say, but it's hard to do. And that's why like, I've struggled with this in the last, you know, three and a half weeks. You know, you see somebody's crazy transformation online and they're just talking about how quick and easy it was and, or, you know, somebody else is making better progress than you in your eyes. And it's hard to see that and not beat yourself up about it or wonder, what am I doing wrong or what's going on? But when it comes down to it, everyone is completely different. Everyone is going to progress at different rates. And it's something you got to constantly remind yourself. It's not like you're going to just be like, oh, yeah, don't compare your progress to others. It's easy as that. And then you don't ever do it. Like, it's something you're going to have to constantly remind yourself. And, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a fitness coach. And I have these clients. And I see this all the time. But even myself, like, I'm going through it now. And I'm still struggling with it. So I don't think it's something you're going to just, like, 100% grasp and it's like okay this is all good I'm not ever going to compare myself to others I think it's just a matter of really reminding yourself you know like who gives a crap that Jenny your neighbor down the street lost 50 pounds in two months she's probably going to gain all that weight back in the next three months so who gives a crap 
Just remind yourself of that. Number two, don't expect to see progress every single week. So it's been three and a half weeks for me. I The first week, I literally went down four pounds in my fat loss phase. And I was like, oh yeah, everything's going great. This is actually a little faster than I anticipated. When in reality, that first week is a lot of you know, water retention that you're losing and glycogen stores are decreasing, food volume is lower. And so your weight is going to drop. And it's kind of hard to not just keep expecting that to to go in that direction. And you'll be losing several pounds every single week. It's hard to not think that way. But when it comes down to it, like the next week, I didn't even lose a pound. The following week, I actually gained a pound. And then the third week, you know, I was back down. I had lost an additional pound. So it's it's not going to be this linear graph that your weight is going down every single week. It's going to it's going to depend on the week. So don't expect the like the scale number to drop or to see progress in the mirror every week. It doesn't work like that. Number 3, this one's super important. Don't rush the process. So, you know, Jenny down the street back to her. She loses 50 pounds in 2 months. Oh, that's all great and dandy. She's bragging about it. She's posting on Facebook. Everyone's just applauding her for her success but you you keep watching her facebook updates and you keep watching her when you see her in person she's slowly gonna start gaining it back there's something to this where you have to go at a sustainable rate you know she probably cut out these food groups and cut out all the sugar and you know started doing a lot more activity than typical and she started adding in the cardio and who knows what she did, but whatever she did, it's probably not sustainable. She's probably not going to be able to maintain that progress. And so soon after, she's going to be, you know, feeling like, oh, yeah, I lost 50 pounds. I can finally relax a little bit. I'm just going to lay back on the couch and eat 17 tubs of ice cream and pet my cats all day. You know, she's going to weigh 30 pounds more than what she started at a few months later because of the fact that she restricted so hard and then once she felt like it was okay to go back to normal she ended up overcompensating and going way overboard and her hormones were all out of whack and her hunger levels are crazy and so there's a there's a fine line between you know going fast enough that you're seeing results you're staying happy and motivated but not so fast that it's just unsustainable and you're not going to be able to keep progressing afterwards. And that brings us to number four, which is don't rely on motivation all the time. So, you know, we've all been there where you get super motivated for a week, you start a new diet, you start new workouts, and you're like, yes, this is I, this is the new me, I am changing, and everything's just going perfect for the first week maybe two weeks a month or two goes by maybe you're still doing well a lot of people it's right around that two week mark the motivation just starts to fade things get a little harder to stay as consistent and boom you just completely fall off track you know you skip one workout and that leads to skipping every other workout and you eat a slice of pizza and that leads to eating a whole pizza by yourself maybe that's just me but there's really something to not relying just on motivation because when it really comes down to it, motivation is a feeling. Feelings tend to come and go. You're not going to stay motivated for the rest of your life. 
So you got to figure something else out, which it usually comes down to being disciplined. And I know that's probably not what you want to hear. Being disciplined is hard. It sucks. But it's what it comes down to, you know. You have to make that commitment that right now you're going to do the things in the future that you need to do even when you don't feel like it. And you have to just make that promise to yourself. And if you continue to keep those small promises, you know, like, ooh, I'm really tempted to have a bowl of ice cream right now, but I'm not going to do it. Maybe I'll just have a quick spoonful and that's it. And you keep those little promises like that, that's going to kind of make a snowball effect into leading into other things and you end up building this disciplined snowball that just continues to grow and grow and you become disciplined in other aspects of your life. So it can go the opposite way where, you know, like, eh, I kind of want to skip a workout today. I'm not really feeling up to it. And then you end up skipping one workout. You tell yourself, you know what, it's okay to to not follow through with what I said I'm going to do. And once you do that once, it's easier to do that again the next time and before you know it, you're not working out whatsoever. You're not doing at all what you said you would. And that's when discipline really falls behind. So point being, do not rely on motivation. Focus on building your discipline. That's something you can actually rely on because it's a trait and a characteristic that you can learn. It's not just a feeling like motivation is. So number five, last one. Don't expect to be perfect. So this is something that I have struggled with quite a bit in the last, you know, three and a half weeks or whatever. I feel like it kind of sprouts from the fact that I'm a coach. You know, I have these clients that I am coaching and I'm telling them, you know, they should focus on improvements. And I feel just kind of like an imposter if I'm not being super consistent and being super disciplined and almost perfect with everything myself but when it comes down to it I'm the one telling them when they slip up you know we can't focus on being perfect we just have to focus on little improvements each week but then I don't even you know take my own advice and really that's what it does come down to is perfection it's unrealistic you're never going to achieve it and so if you constantly expect that out of yourself you're just going to be an unsatisfied person and you're not going to love yourself you're not going to truly love who you are because you're not reaching the expectations that you have for yourself so if you expect improvement on the other hand that's something that we can always there's always room for improvement um does it doesn't mean that you're going to improve every single week kind of going back to like how fat loss is or weight loss it's not gonna you're not gonna see progress every week you're not gonna improve every single week but you know little improvements over time as long as your your improvement trend you could say is going up and you are improving for the most part you know that's all that really matters right you know we we can't be perfect it's not something that we should shoot for in my eyes So that sums it all up. I hope this was super helpful for you guys because I I do 100% believe that if you actually take these five things into heart and you actually practice, you know, avoiding these five things, it will definitely be a game changer in your fat loss journey. And you can apply it in a lot of other aspects of your life, you know. Don't compare yourself to others that you can pretty much apply that anywhere don't expect to see progress every week. You know, you're, like I said, you're not going to improve every single week. 
Don't rush the process of anything. Anything worth having generally takes time and effort. So don't rush the process. Don't rely on motivation. You know, you're not always going to be motivated to work super hard at anything. So, you know, rely on that discipline. And don't expect perfection out of yourself. You're not going to be perfect. Don't strive for that. Strive for improvement. So, anyways, thank you guys. This was a good episode. I'm glad you guys stopped by to listen. If you'd enjoyed it, if you got something out of it, take a screenshot, share it on your story, you know, send it to some friends or family that could benefit from it. And we'll talk to you guys next week.